I'm with Ben Chappers and Thomas Martinez. And um, welcome to the podcast, guys. Hello. Hi. Look at the route we flew into Alicante, and then our route was going to take us all the way up the coast to uh, Benidorm through Calpe, which is where we go for training camps, and then all the way up to Valencia, and then crucially inland. to take in some of the mountains and the mountain range national parks um, and then back down to the coasts uh, for Rus and then Barcelona and then up to Girona so it was the theme of the whole trip wasn't it really it was like can we get there before dark no no we can't (laughs) every day seemed to be it was a bit groundhog day but so I guess the big question would would Will we do something like this again, or is that is, is, is it mentally scarred you? Is that is that it for your bike packing? No, no, I need to do more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the challenge is being able to do. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it like next week, though, would you? No, I wouldn't do it next week. That's no. what I mean. Like. Yeah, you need you need that fire inside. Like <clears throat> when we were planning it, I just didn't care where we went. I just wanted to go somewhere. I just needed to achieve something. I think when I got back from Switzerland, it was like ten days, and I was like, right, I mean, I need to do something else. I need to achieve mm. more. Let's get stuck into it then. Where should where should we start? And um, listen to more stories. Stay tuned Tom? for more stories Tim? tomorrow. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. To hear more, as my good friend Liam Yates likes to say, stories by us. More stories tomorrow. Welcome back to the More Stories Tomorrow podcast. Thanks for joining again and. Bearing with us over the winter period, I know the podcasts have been every other week rather than every week instead, and this will be the last one for a little while. Um, we're kind of at the the end of our pre-recorded episodes, and the season's not quite started yet, but we are about to go to Rwanda at the start of February, so as soon as we're back from that, we'll have a, have a load of new episodes for you, and then you know the, the season's going to be in full swing. We'll be back to that regular uploading, uh, keeping the stories coming throughout the year we've got a couple of new characters for this one i'll let lawrence introduce them since he's hosting um so you'll hear from those two in just a minute um they're new to the podcast maybe they'll come back uh you'll have to let us know how you like it uh in our instagram dms or re- on a, as a review on wherever you get your podcasts so sit back grab your cup of tea carry on with the drive carry on with your bike ride and get ready to listen to uh Lawrence and the Tour of Valenciana. The videos are also up on his YouTube so you can kind of get more fully immersed in the story and what happened and this will hopefully just act as a little 20 minute teaser for you. Welcome back to the podcast, More Stories Tomorrow podcast, specifically this one, a new episode from uh, a sofa in the middle of Girona, right in the centre of Girona. I'm with Ben chappers and thomas martinez and um welcome to the podcast guys hello hi (laughs) so i guess i guess let's let's start ben Mm -hmm. um seeing as it was your idea by um introducing what the idea of this trip was and and what the last few days have have have, uh, have consisted of um so I suppose really I have to go back to we did a project me Francis Chris Hall did a project for Sun God and we rode 
from Newcastle-upon-Tyne all the way to Switzerland. And that was my first introduction, really, to bikepacking, and I got addicted. Um, I was going to do another project over the last two weeks, which really couldn't be done because of flights. So I reached out to you and Tom and said, I want to do another bikepacking adventure. I've got two weeks off. And then we started putting the plans together, I suppose. And I guess, why, why, why was Spain so high on the list? I mean, we did look at a few different options, didn't we? Yeah, so I think we well, I'm unaware of these options. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know what they are, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so I found Tom through uh, a vlog that he did on YouTube with Chris Hall. That was the, probably oh, yeah? the first one I found you on, yeah. Oh. When you did the hill climb day with him. Yeah. Um, and I was like, actually, he's quite cool. He could come do it. And then me so, and you discussed lots and lots of options, didn't we? So Italy, America. So just quickly, we didn't, me, neither you or I didn't know Thomas before this trip, no. right? No. So, so this was the opportunity to meet each other. Social media friends. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Italy was on the list. We Italy. were going to ride over the Alps. Yeah. We was going to do, what's that hill Stelvio. you said? Stelvio. Which oh. I've just found out today, he's already done, yeah. obviously. Right. Okay, yeah. Well, not obviously. He's uh, done everything. Uh, not, yeah, not in the middle of winter, though. No, I mean, no. there was snow up the top, though. Yeah, I bet there was. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, have you done Stelvio, Lawrence? No. 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 Oh, my God. It's, you can understand why it's a bucket list climb. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. We will tuck it, I will tick it off at some point, just maybe yeah. not bikepacking in the middle of the winter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me, mate. I don't blame you. So, so then we started looking at, right, so we've picked Spain, and then where in Spain are we going to go? Um, ideally somewhere warm, being December. We thought. We thought. <laughs> Is the, yeah, we thought. So go on, tell the viewers, Ben, what was the original plan? Because, because I think I'm new to bikepacking and I'm a bit of a softie. What I didn't want is to be in the middle of nowhere and not be able to have nice hotels and good food. So I said, let's go up the coast. Um, and I pretty much, it's the first time I bought Commute. So I bought Commute as a package, got the yearly subscription and I plotted it myself. So I could do, so I could say I would, I'd done it myself. And if I wanted to do it on my own, I could. The last trip I did, I basically followed Chris Hall because he did all the commute stuff. So this time I wanted to be a bit more of an integral part on it. And if I want to do something on my own, I can in the future. So I bought commute and then I started planning then, the trip up And there. then Lawrence ripped the route to shit. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, I took much. one look at it and thought, nah. <laughs> It's That's too flat. Far <laughs> too easy. <laughs> Do you regret uh, that now? <laughs> uh, I mean, it would have been a very different trip. So I guess the, the viewers don't know unless they have watched my videos, which are on YouTube by this point, by the way. So if you want to head over there and watch either mine or Thomas's videos on this adventure, we called it Tour de Valenciana because we started in the region of Valenciana. Um, and where we finished was just out of that region, but most of the time on this trip was spent in that region. And um, yeah, that's that's what we decided to do. So ride up the coast of Spain, but crucially head inland. And uh, inland <laughs> in the middle of December is where it starts to get a bit interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, interesting is a polite way of putting it, I think. So let's yeah. let's leave that for, yeah. for a second. We can come back around to that <laughs> one. But, but yeah, ultimately we had six days of bikepacking middle of December um, and to, 
newbies in terms of it was your first bike packing trip um, no I have done some um, yeah. why don't you tell us the people what you actually have done yeah, like some of the things that you have done because they are pretty out there so I mean bike packing wise um, last year I did my first ever bike packing trip was something I called the Welsh Epic which was uh, 666k. Um, I basically travelled from the most southern point of Wales to the most northern point and then back down again. So it was basically two lengths of Wales, um, which I did over three days. Um, that was like, yeah, my first sort of bikepacking thing. Um, I didn't do it like we done it. Obviously, we done it with the towel fin. Um, oh, amazing bit of kit. Um, but yeah, newbie to it, I thought, oh, pack as light as possible. I did it with a, a bum bag um, <laughs> and that was it. I literally packed as light as possible because I thought that's the way to do it, you know. But in hindsight now, I know you do need a bit more. That's, that's hardly bike packing with one bum bag. Well, right? exactly, yeah. Bum bag packing. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, that was my first one. And uh, then, yeah, that was sort of, I used that as a bit of training because I wanted to do lands into John O'Groats, basically. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did I did that as well. Um, That's cool. But I did it with a bit more um, bit more bags on the bike that time because I learned my lesson. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's, that's Thomas. Ben has obviously mentioned the trip that he did previously, this being his second bikepacking adventure. So let's look at the route we flew into Alicante. Uh, which is uh, obviously uh, one of the main airports in in Spain where most people go for their holidays. And then our f route was going to take us all the way up the coast to uh, Benidorm through Calpe, which is where we go for training camps, and then all the way up to Valencia, and then crucially inland um, to take in some of the mountains and the mountain range, national parks. Um, and then back down to the coasts uh, for Rus and then Barcelona and then up to Girona. So let's get stuck into it then. Where should where should we start? So I'm from the northeast, so I flew in from Newcastle. Tom from down south. There was two hours in between our flights. The plan was originally for Tom to land, me build my bike in a toilet in the airport and then maybe get a coffee and wait for Tom but that plan <laughs> went tits up instantly because as I landed I realised that my hydraulic brakes had pressurised to the point where the tyre, the wheel wouldn't spin so I knew I had two hours to wait for Tom, I had a choice whether to wait for him and then go to the bike shop with him or go without him and then just let him know where I was so we went for the latter and he met me at the Trek store um, maybe three miles outside from the airport where um, they fixed my bike and then you turned up. Yes, and that is when uh, the trip started. So that day we had 50, 50 miles along to Benidorm, of all places, because obviously you can't come <laughs> to this region without visiting Benidorm. Ben right? Benidorm's <laughs> known for its, uh, its cycling <laughs> cycling scene. I know loads of people that have stopped in Benidorm bikepacking. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> it so, was, it was, it, I knew it was going to be a long day, so when I looked hmm. at it, the, the, the first place where no. we could get food and <laughs> lay on the beach, <laughs> which we couldn't do. Yeah. yeah. Ah, it worked out, right? Four yeah. Miles. Starting off, yeah, slightly easy, um, get into the swing of things. If there was any problems, sort them out. Rolled into Benadol, had some good food. 
Um, and then the next day we woke up to what? Pouring rain. Is that right? Torrential. 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 Of course. Well, one... it wasn't actually quite torrential at first. That's true. When we set off, it wasn't too heavy. It's and and we, the, the funny thing is, we was actually moaning about the rain straight away, mm. even though it was, you know, it wasn't too bad. And little did we know what, <laughs> what lied ahead of us, really. It was biblical. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the worst rain I've ever rode in. But let's, let's, let's we're going ahead of ourselves because we get, we, it wasn't too bad. We rolled into Calpe, which is like an hour up the coast, rolled into Calpe. Mm. Thomas's bike wasn't, wasn't doing so well. So what did we do? We booked it in, right? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not really sure what happened. But my front brake wasn't working particularly well. Um, so we decided, seeing as it's right at the start of the trip, it's probably best we get that sorted out. Um, you know, especially before we have to hit any descents or anything, you, you probably want a front brake, right? So um, yeah, booked it in at the bike shop. And then what did we do? We head, head to a cafe uh, while we wait for the bike. Ordered a lot of food, yeah. full English, all <laughs> sorts. And then sent <laughs> Ben off an hour later. Um, just to, just just for him to come back with his leg, his tail in between his legs. Well, go on, go on, tell the viewers, Thomas. Come so, on. <laughs> so I mean, ugh, you know, easy mistake, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot we was in Spain, and uh, yeah, obviously they have siestas here. So um, yeah, I went to go collect my bike, and uh, the the shop was shut. So that was uh, that was the end of that one. Yeah, that was the end of that. Basically, we uh, we had to wait. I think it was about an hour and a half or so. Before the before the shop opened, uh, so uh, by this point it was three hours later, and we'd done what fifteen miles, I think, at this point. <laughs> I think I think we had eighty to go, didn't we, or something like that, or just under. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, with the light fading around six o'clock and it already being three o'clock, we were not in the best of uh, places, were we, for our first proper day of bikepacking? Oh God. <laughs> uh, and this is when this is when it gets really you know it got worse somehow it, it really did get worse it was as Ben says torrential yeah the heavens opened <clears throat> we had it was going to be a slow couple of days happy enjoy it taking the scenery but it's almost day two and we have to get our heads down and really work hard mm. yeah I think yeah I think that's the best way to put it. I think bikepacking for me personally is about the journey. It's not about doing things fast. But this day, we had no choice, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we was cracking on, weren't we? I Luckily, Tom Tom gets a bit sendy. He's got a light bike, so we put him on the front. And Beast he, mode. He I, love, I love how you blame him on the light bike. <laughs> he did, he did, you did well, mate. Yeah. Mate, you did really well. Uh, I mean, it had to be done, didn't it, you know? And also, like, at the end of the day, I did feel... Um, heavily responsible for the predicament we was in so uh, I felt it was only right but to smash out some watts on the front and try and get us there a bit quicker so we did actually roll into Valencia about 8 o'clock luckily the rain had stopped just as it was getting dark so we weren't riding rain the whole time which made it slightly less painful yeah, it did actually, yeah. but we rolled into Valencia um, somehow checked into the room with the most complicated app <laughs> system unlocking but thing. Yeah, real. it was like a Rubik's Cube after like eight hours of it was yeah. it was we got I think in. it needs to be mentioned as well we for got people in. that are gonna do bikepacking trips. Yeah. I think I picked apartments because I wanted the space. I wanted 
I want, didn't want hotels to be saying, oh, you can't have the bikes in the room. Mm. So I booked apartments. So it was more like just for one night every night. We had our own space yeah. and our oh, own bedrooms. Worked. I think that worked great. But I think the way you got to get into these apartments now is getting so much more technical. Mm. And you do have to download apps and everything's done through the mobile phone and signing signatures. I was taking passport copies off of you guys in the restaurant yeah. whilst mm. I was waiting for the bike and... Yeah, I think you. Did, I think. I mean, other than that, though, that was really complicated. I think you did nail it with that kind of stuff, and you was checking ahead. You know, like it would have been a lot worse if we waited until we got to the town and then tried to figure it out. Which yeah. I yeah, would yeah. probably do that. I, I probably wouldn't think to check before, but you was checking before, and you know, you was getting you was getting it done. So, yeah, I think just be a little bit more planned and figure out <laughs> your plan of attack. Yeah. But, you know, which you did. Like mm. you know, nailed it, mate. Exactly, and then and then the next day, so um, we had a good feed, obviously, and then the next day, leg three, so we left Valenciana. It was the weekend, it was a Sunday, so we were tagging on to all of the groups. Loads and loads of groups on the road. There were, there were hundreds of cyclists, weren't there? Do you remember? Yeah. Chain was, gangs, all yeah. sorts. Early doors coming out of that, out of the city. Yeah. It was chain gangs everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah, so we sat on a couple, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Made some good progress, because this day was quite a big day. Mm-hmm. It was 180k yeah. with a lot of climbing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you remember, we climbed up to this little town for lunch, having made pretty good progress, sat down, very excited to have some food, and uh, everywhere had just closed, Yeah. just in time for lunchtime. One o'clock. <laughs> One o'clock, perfect. We'll be open in half an hour. Why do they do that? I still don't know why they do that. <laughs> Siesta, man. Yeah, you've got to have a rest at lunch, haven't you? Well, yeah. half an hour? Got to sleep. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's one o'clock, we open at half one for food. <laughs> Is it going to take that long <laughs> to make my roll? Surely. <laughs> yeah, so we, we did have some food. I had an amazing donut. I don't know if you remember. That, that, yeah, that little cafe, yeah, yeah. that yeah. was actually really nice. So I'm quite glad that the other place was closed. Yeah, so. yeah was we good. found a cafe, didn't we? Yeah, I had that pizza with no cheese on. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, when we stopped there, we was on 60 miles, I believe, or 55 miles. And we only had another, we was halfway. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like we got there so quickly. But then the rest of the day just felt like it took forever well, it did it yeah. was uphill it was yeah it was I was going to say the, yeah. the first part was quite flat wasn't yeah. it yeah. so we led ourselves into a full sense of security I think we, <laughs> we, we did was like, that was easy and then uh, we hadn't done any climbing <laughs> we did so yeah we the, the climbing started and it never ended until until uh, we got up to that massive uh, massive climb where we thought we were not ever going to see a shop <laughs> and then lo and behold what did we find oh mate what I thought was a hardware, a hardware store. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a, a guy who had chairs, crisps, Coke, fish, Aquarius, <laughs> fish. He kept trying to sell Lawrence fish for some reason. Yeah, he was very keen to get rid of the fish. He was very accommodating at the top of that mountain. Yeah. He, he, he brought us all chairs because I refused to walk out outside because it was one degree at the top. It well, was. We spent 30 euros in like 30 seconds that's, on, that's true. on carbohydrates. <laughs> and so he brought us chairs and we all sat down. And I ate an entire Swiss roll, which was fantastic. <laughs> oh, nutritionists. <laughs> yeah. And then we left and Ben left his sunglasses behind. One of numerous times he, uh, he did that. 
Yeah, I think that's the thing you probably need to get better at. <laughs> is Pick, not leaving stuff your stuff up. everywhere. Says, says the man who left his uh, wallet on the, in the taxi true, when he, when he got into yeah. Alicante. Yeah, touche, touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, it swiftly got dark and then um, we finally made it up to the to the little amazing little hotel. Remember that one? Yeah. You were very pleased with the uh, how accommodating and kind they were. And um, Can we talk about how barren that the ride from absolutely the top to the, the hotel was we saw nothing did we yeah. Yeah. if anything had happened there like mm. yeah it was the middle of nowhere wasn't 41 it 41 miles an hour with a tailwind bike packing and yeah. it was barren and it was sort of that teary light where it was just getting dark yeah and you had to concentrate a lot yeah yeah, yeah that was tough and we, we we did we made it at 7pm and then sat down to some well this guy over here ordered a meat grill <laughs> with the most amount of meat. Uh, I we, did, I did, we, actually, we, yeah. did. Do you remember how surprised the woman was when we ordered oh, how much God. food we did? Yeah, yeah. She, kept she almost lost her mind. Tell us not to purchase Yeah, stuff. she kept trying to tell us not to buy stuff. It was like, you do know how business works, right? You want to sell stuff. <laughs> it was a lot of food and we ate the majority of it. Didn't yeah, we? We, yeah, we didn't leave a lot. But we were lucky. A few potatoes. This is, and then again, this comes back to the whole bikepacking thing. I, I get awfully anxious about having enough food especially you're eating for the next day absolutely so, so important yeah so important yeah and eating and sleeping is is key so we're very lucky that they serve food till nine o'clock exactly and then and then served us breakfast because the next day was um you know in the middle of nowhere we were quite concerned about the fact wasn't it a bank holiday or something I think it was that day. it was a bank holiday we were concerned that any of the shops if there even were shops if they'd be open um so luckily we had a bacon sandwich mm. set us up for the next day um and let's preface this day by saying um we thought it would be easier than the day that we uh, just experienced didn't we yeah i thought it was going to be yeah, we thought we'd completed the Queen stage and after that it was going to be plain sailing and it was not. But as it turns out, as the day went on, uh, having started in the freezing fog, freezing yeah, fog. I was going to say, that was very, very cold that morning, wasn't it? It was um, ridiculous. Yeah, that that's enough to break anyone, I think. like it's, The cold is, is such, a, such a hard thing to deal with, especially, I mean, I, I personally wasn't, dressed for the party I don't think I, I had a one two um, little layers on um, and yeah it, it makes it almost unbearable the mood, the mood did go silent a few times didn't it that's where I struggle I think because I, it's, there's a fine line between wearing a big puffer coat to mm. keep the cold off you but then once you're going at a pace and you start to warm up you want to take that off but then you've got to stop and yeah. pack it away there's a point where you have to be cold almost yeah yeah. Or too hot, vice versa. Yeah. 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 yeah it is a tricky one. Yeah. So, um, rolling into lunch, I think we were all in a bit of a, in a, in a bad way and very pleased to see some food and, and sit by a heater and try and regain some heat because, uh, <laughs> we, uh, I, we, I think we'd all lost feeling in our hands yeah. by this point. Um, I think my, I think the worst thing, uh, cold wise was my feet. Because um, I don't know if you remember, that morning was quite wet as well. Yes. And where we was high up in the mountains, the, the water that was sitting on the floor, it was so cold. It, the second that splashes on your feet, uh, they just 
like ice blocks. Oh, this was the donkey day, wasn't it? It was the donkey day. <laughs> we met a very friendly donkey <laughs> yeah. that apparently bites, mate. Yeah, but apparently it bites. Says the the owner yeah. as she drove off to as, work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence almost lost his hand and phone. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, the, of course the light escaped us eventually at one point, and um, we still had a long way to go. Unfortunately. Still had a fair way, way to go. And, and do you remember, Ben, that, that awful switchback climb? Yep, I do remember it. It's horrible. Rias just never re- reared its head. No, it went on forever that day. And I, the, for the last two hours, I just said, this is the worst day. Yesterday was okay compared to this day. <laughs> and then half an hour later, I'd say, you know, this is the worst day. <laughs> that was a long climb, wasn't it? That, I it can't was, remember yeah. how long it actually was, but... It seemed to go on forever. And then and then we obviously, like you said, the light escaped us and uh, we had to descend it in yeah, almost did. complete darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just seeing, obviously, the lights of Reyes in the distance. That was the only thing really keeping us going, I think, at that point. Absolutely. It could have been done quicker, obviously, because Lawrence had to wait for me because my light had run out. But again, that's a learning process, isn't it? It's my second bikepacking trip. I was coming to Spain. I've never been to Spain in the winter and I assumed it would still probably be light at mm-hmm. six, seven o'clock and it's not. It's mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. as in Britain. It's mm-hmm. it's dark. It's very dark. That day saw us climbing for almost 3,000 metres, uh, 183k and over seven and a half hours of cycling. So it was, it was a big one. No, it, wasn't two, long day. it was two big days back to back. Yeah. 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 Um, very pleased to have a good good sleep and then and then it was on the road for the penultimate day like five where was we off to then I uh, where we rolled up along and out to the coast for oh, the yeah, first sure. time since we left yeah um the commute. weather got better yeah yeah go on. yeah the weather got better the weather got incredibly better it was it was sunny at this point it was beautiful mm-hmm. we let commute pick the route which was a mistake because where did it bring us out? On the motorway. On the motorway, yes. <laughs> what was but that also, oh, gee, also yeah. brought us out under the bridge and then onto the beach. <laughs> onto the beach uh, <laughs> first, where oh. there was no path except thick sand. Sand. Um, <laughs> we had some Pringles and reevaluated we where actually, we were going to go. In, in fact, that wasn't the first time it took us onto the beach. We we ended up on the beach again after that, and, yep. and that time we actually tried to ride through. That was just a stupid idea. Oh, those and reeds! Those reeds! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was that was very close to our lunch stop. By then we were <laughs> quite a long way along. To be fair, yeah, um, it was forty. I think it was on a like forty odd miles, wasn't yeah. it? Forty miles yeah. by that by lunch. I don't, I don't think we really might like you know we we wasn't minding as much as that point. Like you know, yeah, we was getting. Uh, a horrendous route thrown at us but even that but, day even after dinner that day lasted a long time it did yeah we, we were all like oh it's only a 75 mile day but we still it was well it was only actually just over five hours of riding but it did take yeah. most of the day yeah um, we, we did have a, quite a bit of stoppage time because we, we rolled into Barcelona we did yeah. but before we rolled into Barcelona we we, uh, we did a gravel section didn't we <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of many well, yeah <laughs> There's always ten minutes of gravel every day, mm. just just to keep my. This was the the, the, the big gravel bit though. Yeah. The, 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 you needed a 
definitely a gravel bike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, you need a mountain bike for that. Yeah. I think. yeah. Well, we did notice, didn't we, that <laughs> I had a, I had, a, had some sealant everywhere afterwards. So oh, amazing. And then rolling into Barcelona must have been a, a bit of a bit of a relief. Hey, we actually rolled into Barcelona at six, but Barcelona is that big. Yeah. we didn't get to the hotel until oh. half eight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was because you can only go as far as fast as the red lights all the way through it does just go on forever doesn't it Every, yeah. forever and ever, ever. Um, and Thomas was very disappointed to not make it into the centre of town before it got dark again <laughs> it was the theme of the whole trip wasn't it really it was like can we get there before dark no, no, we can't. <laughs> Every day seemed to be. Yeah. It was a bit Groundhog Day, but uh, but then the hotel that Ben found was a. Uh, it was the first time and last time actually we stayed in a hotel. In a hotel, and we had yeah. three beds lined up next to each other in a little room. That was fun, wasn't it? What's that? It was crazy. <laughs> they were. They were. They were pretty accommodating, though, weren't they? They could have said that the bikes had to go in a garage, like they tried, and yeah, again bikes in the room at least we've got all our stuff close by and yeah yeah absolutely and then went out of course stuffed our faces found some vegan ice cream after dinner that you were very happy with we went to the chemist first though oh yeah go on yeah, went to the chemist. Why, did, chemist? Yeah, why did you go to the chemist, mate? Because by this point for the first time in all my years of cycling I got a sore undercarriage and any small bump during the day would absolutely rattle me. <laughs> I mean, I must admit though, like, I don't, know, I don't know about you, Lawrence, if you've ever had like several sores, but I have, and it's not nice, is it? And we was feeling for him. Like, we yeah. both spoke a couple of times, like, we did feel bad for you. Like, yeah, we did. And, but you, you rucked it out, mate. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was quite, like, impressed, really. Like, there was no moaning. Yeah, I mean, you might have had a couple of moans here and there. Doesn't make any difference, not, does it? Yeah, but still, you, you handled it like a boss. I'm like. not going to put the down on everybody else. Yeah, just, oh, that's good. Yeah. So good. And my knees were starting to go as well, which I've never had before. So, obviously, I'm running a new bike now. So, maybe it's a, we've all discussed, it's a, a bike fit issue or whatever mm. but we still had 800k to do and regardless of whether you've got saddle sores or hurt knees it yeah. needs to be done we need to put it all on the line with you with one day to go I think it's fair to say we were starting to feel it becoming a little bit ropey and um, probably quite pleased to be within sight of the finish am I, am I right? yeah definitely yeah, what, uh, how many how far did we have we didn't actually have much left at that point did we the last day yeah so the last day was I think it was about 100k oh yeah 110k maybe I mean the thing is with you know with any sort of journey like that once you've completed that amount of distance the the thought of 100k is like it seems like nothing you know obviously 100k isn't a a short ride really is it It's it's a half decent ride but you know, after the after all of what we'd done, it was kind of like relief. You the know? Final straight. Yeah, it's like oh no, nah, we we got that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Like, yeah, the you bigger know. the days you do, the next day, for me, even if it's ten miles shorter, it's just less worrying. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the the day started pretty well. I think um, we were absolutely smashing it down <laughs> the coast. We were getting carried away. We were slipstreaming this little time trailer. We, we had a tailwind as well. A little time trailer. <laughs> it was a little time trailer. It was short, but you wouldn't want you to say that. You wouldn't well, hear he's that, not he? here, is he? He <laughs> <laughs> was there. I'll give him that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had some. Um, his knees went out far, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been more error. 
Killed him alive. Pulled yeah. his knees in. Yeah. Tom chased on. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then we heard a few matters that uh, a McDonald's stop was going to be uh, a must. Yeah. So uh, that's what we did, wasn't it? Where was that little town called? Warwick Del Mar. Yeah, mm. that's it. Pronounced incorrectly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Good, good uh, memory there, Lawrence. Yeah, right. um, I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but chicken nuggets. Yeah, chicken nuggets go a long way on a trip like that for me. It's, uh, Morale. I, yeah, yeah. I feel it was definitely needed. Um, I got an apple pie. Yeah, so did I. It was unreal. Did no, you? It was. Yeah, it was brilliant. Fed the pigeons. <laughs> the pigeons. Toppins. <laughs> Just to cut in here, there's been some kind of technical error whilst Lawrence was out recording in Spain. Uh, I'm not sure what's gone on, um, and I'm not sure how much of the story you've missed. I think we might have jumped from Barcelona up to Girona, but hopefully you still get uh, you still get the idea. And more importantly, we were recording for when we got those final reflections on uh, how they found the trip and what they'll be doing next. Um, five people that are locals who just happen to be walking past because Girona is just like that, you know? You, you see a lot of people. Uh, it's a hub. It's because a hub it's city. It's Disneyland for cyclists. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> for, the last, for the last hour, I was just like, you bet you're going to love it. It's Disneyland for cyclists. <laughs> it, it really is, though. Yeah, I saw a couple of pros walking around, and that's that's just the way of it here. It's um, it's it's great. So, um, we we checked into the apartment that we booked earlier that day, and then went for went for a bit of a feed, didn't we? Hmm. I've just ate food since I've landed in Girona. That was the theme. Yeah, yeah. These guys were ordering double mains every every night, guys. Double mains. <laughs> yeah, and, and starter. Was, yeah, starter double mains. You feed him for the next day. Well, that, I mean, the thing is, like, it's it's a good way to do it because you know you you're getting all those carbs in your system ready for the next day. It's you know you're loading yourself up and you haven't got to then worry as much the next day. Like, mm, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm no nutritionist, but that's the way I see it. It's like if you if you got it in you already, it's a little bit less to worry about the next day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Don't have to stop at so many petrol stations. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you got that carb. What's it called? That car powder. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, beta fuel. Beta fuel, just yeah. in case, fall back on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love using the car powder. Like, I, I think that's a bit of a godsend, really. So easy to get it in. Says, like. says the man who fueled his rise purely on Pringles, <laughs> Oreos, <laughs> Red Bull. It's because yeah. he was a water bottle down, though, wasn't he? Yeah, that's true, yeah. He's, true. He's, Pringles he's, wouldn't have been able to take that prime spot on the bike unless I'd, I'd lost my water bottle. Yeah. So he loaned me one. Very kindly. So I think... <laughs> I still think you should have kept it and made him ride across know, Spain yeah. with a well, plastic did, water yeah, bottle. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was worried about looking like a noob with an Evian <laughs> bottle in his water bottle. I so, never do that. Exactly. So I was nice enough to you were very nice. give you mine. But then, uh, yeah, I had to use up my uh, <laughs> bottle, <laughs> my bottle holder somehow. So I used the Pringles tin. <laughs> Works out brilliant. <laughs> Incredible. So I guess the big question would would will we do something like this again, or is that is, is, is it mentally scarred you? Is that is that it for your bike packing? No, 
No, I need to do more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the challenge is being able to do. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it like next week, though, would you? No, I wouldn't do it next week. That's no. what I mean. Like no, it's put, one of them things you have to wait a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Catch up on sleep. Yeah, yeah. You need you need that fire inside. Like <clears throat> when we were planning it, I just didn't care where we went. I just wanted to go somewhere. I just needed to achieve something. I think when I got back from Switzerland, it was like ten days, and I was like, right, I mean, I need to do something else. I need to achieve mm. more. Oh um, yeah, no, and yeah, with the. With Badlands, I know obviously I'm doing that in September next year, but I can't, I'm never going to be under, I don't want to be underprepared for that. I'd like to be able to get to the point where next summer I'm like, actually it doesn't worry me as much as it did now. So just keep riding further distances and yeah. putting your body through a little bit more Well, I don't, I don't know about you as well, like it's that challenge aspect of it. So like when I started doing like longer and longer rides, you know, like when I first started, I don't know, the first what big one you aim for is a hundred miles. And then you sort of work your way up from there, didn't you? But it's it's that feeling of like, how far can I actually push myself, yeah. you know? And it's, it's such a great feeling when you do actually tick it off. So it's like, you know, then you do 200 miles then you do 300 miles or whatever. Then you do something like this where you do a long, you know, yeah. a journey over a few days, like, it's um yeah for me that feeling of like I've done it you know it's yeah, yeah. yeah you can't beat that feeling it is it is incredible yeah type two type two <laughs> what is that whole tattoo thing I always forget it so it's, it's basically like, like it's it's horrible at the time when you're doing it but the type yeah, two after. the feeling afterwards is type two so it's not type one is oh this is great now yeah yeah but type two is it's great. At yeah, the end, yeah, after you've sort of uh, yeah. when, you look, when you look back and you realise what I've what what I've actually done here, yeah, that's yeah. mega. Because that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. That that goes back to the whole like challenge aspect of it. It's like if it wasn't such a like proud moment that you'd done it, like then it, you wouldn't get that you know that feeling yeah. of it being fun. Like do you know what I mean because because it was an accomplishment that then makes sank in your brain go. Oh yeah, no, it was fun. Like even though like half of it was pure pain, you know, like this journey for us, more than half of it was horrendous, really. You know, yeah, yeah. riding in some of the worst conditions I've ever ridden in. Uh-huh. But now we've done it, and we're sitting here, and we've accomplished it. Now I'm thinking it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and I would love to do it again. <laughs> when I went, one of the legs, it crossing Europe. I got insomnia one night and I basically couldn't sleep. I went to I, I went to bed at like one o'clock and I woke up at five to do another hundred and thirty k. And I thought, there's no way my body's going to be able to ride that mm. far on three hours sleep. And I got to the end of the day and I was like, yeah, oh wow, did. I did it. Oh man, the body's an amazing. It's amazing. Thing. And we said that when we were going up the climbs, yeah, like yeah. you just if you. People message me saying, oh, I don't know how you can do it. Well, actually, I don't really know either. You just keep pedaling, you keep eating, and you just keep moving forwards. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Like, it's, it it is strange. It's a strange feeling. But, yeah, you can pretty much do anything. And the more you do... If anybody said to you, oh, let's go out, and you said, let's go out in the rain and do 100K, you'd be like, actually... I've done hundred k in the rain. I've done, yeah. I've done loads, yeah, loads yeah, yeah. of hundred k's in the rain. Let's mm. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's never going to scare you again. No, for sure. Yeah. On, on a slightly different note as well, that's why I think why we wanted to do this bike packing trip, which is so accessible. Like it, like genuinely anyone can do this, right? Mm-hmm. As yeah. As oh, and for cheap as well. Yeah, right. It's a twenty quid flight to Spain. It's got to, you've got to put your bike on there, obviously. But then yeah. you know, if, as long as you have the bags, anyone can do this. And I hope 
that's a little bit about what we've proved this week. And I'll point out that, again, I did have a message saying, oh, that leg that you did on Tuesday, I did that in three pieces. So it does show mm. that the, if you've got more time than we've got, you can do it in even smaller oh, increments. Yeah. And then it would be way more enjoyable. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you wouldn't be like, you know, rushing against the clock to get there before dark like yeah. we was, you know. If if you did spread it out a bit more, it would 100% be more enjoyable. Yeah. Or, or, you know, if you wanted to, you know, be a bit of a princess or whatever and uh, stop, you know, because it's been tipping it down with rain all day. You can. Stop, yeah. Oh, actually, I'm going to stop in this town. Yeah. And, and, you know, stay there for the night, wait for the next day. Like, But we didn't have to stop in Reyes. Right next to Reyes, maybe, I think it's 20 miles in, is uh, Salou. Mm. So you could stay at Salou. There's so many options along the yeah, coast. Yeah. And then you get to end at Disneyland for cyclists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for, for joining uh, on this on this I'm going to call it an epic bikepacking show because it was it was uh, yeah. and uh, hopefully we can do another one in the future I really hope so um, mm-hmm. and of course uh, learn from all the things that we uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely learned a few things on this trip oh me too sure. you learn on every trip that's, yeah. that's all part of the fun yeah yeah for sure awesome guys well anything else to add or are we rounding it up um, I will uh, just do a sh- shameless plug and just say <laughs> if you uh, want to go check out my YouTube it's there The Cycling go. Tattooist um, yeah. check him out it's great it's great stuff and hopefully by the time you're listening to this all the videos from this trip will be online and if they're not they're going to be coming very soon okay. but until then guys thank you so much for listening I'm going to leave you um, until next week's episode thank you for listening um more stories tomorrow. Catch you soon. Bye. Cheers, bro. Ciao. Bye.